Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million families building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash odyssey. That's greenlight.com slash odyssey. Coming up. And according to them, he had a little space to sleep and a little place to cook. And the rest of it, according to them, was storage for all of this stolen merchandise. For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson. You're listening to The Daily Crime. That guy had a black bag, a big, heavy-duty black bag. And he was just putting stuff in there. What they'll do is, is target specific product. In fact, in a lot of cases, they'll have shopping lists of things that they've been told to steal. It's the holiday shopping season, so we thought we'd tell you about organized crime rings that are ripping off retail stores around the country. I'm joined by consumer advocate reporter Tiffany Craig at KHOU in Houston. Tiffany, thanks for being here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This is a really interesting topic. Yeah. And it's sort of like uh, you take shoplifting and then you like bust it out into something uh, millions and billions of dollars bigger, right? Yeah. I mean, this is what's sort of described as professional shoplifting. It is organized from top to bottom. And other consumers that are out there see this going on. And it's hard to wrap your head around, but it's really happening, and it's happening at the most popular stores that we all shop at. So let's let's take a step back. What exactly is it? How does it work? What's going on out there? There's a kind of a hierarchy of how these things operate, right? I don't know. I can't really give you a whole lot of detail about who's at the very top of this, but what I do know is who's at the very bottom and perhaps who's in the middle. So at the very bottom, and everybody makes a little money along the way. At the very bottom, they're called boosters, and they get some kind of cut to walk into a a Target, an Ulta, a Walmart with a list of things to steal. They go in, they load up, be it under their clothes, in bags, in, in trash bags, and they walk out with all of this merchandise. They just walk out of the store and then they turn around and sell it to somebody who's kind of a middleman, and that person turns around and sells it online. But just walking out of the store, I mean, shoplifting has to have some degree of difficulty to it, and if you're taking a whole bunch of stuff out, are they especially good at this activity? I mean, do you have any idea how how they're getting away with that first step? I don't, I don't really. I've seen some of the videos that have come out of, say, California, because that's where it's the biggest problem, and it's to the point where they grab so much and it's so incredibly obvious what they're doing that even security guards have been told, you don't put your life at, at, at risk. And if someone is going to be that aggressive, let them go. Yeah. And do they ever do it in groups or is it one person at a time or how, how does that work? It, well, it sometimes does happen in groups. Um, I was actually at the tail end of one that happened at an Ulta store near where I live. And when I got in there, they said there were three women that had come into the store and they basically grabbed piles of one item or whatever the items were that they were supposedly told to get. And they all walked out together. So it does happen in groups as well. Yeah. I'm asking those questions because I feel like I have seen videos, you know, uh, viral videos that go around of people doing this kind of thing. And it must feed into this business that you're talking about. And what kind of products are we talking about? Are they most interested in? So it's everyday stuff, clothing, uh, makeup, 
power tools, diapers, batteries, just stuff that if you were to go online, you, you don't care where that stuff comes from. If it's got a tag on it and it looks brand new and you're gonna get a deal on it, you wanna buy it. And they know that, right? So that's the kind of stuff they go in and steal. All right. So that's, as you said, the, you know, the bottom and the middle. So these are the folks that are at the bottom of this chain. They go in, they steal the products, they come out and then they hand it off to the folks in the middle, I guess. Yeah. And so the middle person is known as a fence, but that's the person that is generally right there in the middle that gets it back to the consumer, right? They'll have an online store and they will sell it. And it, again, no one knows where it comes from, but it looks brand new. So people buy it. And what are these online stores called? Are they just various names that people have come up with to sell these stolen goods? They are. And some of them might be on the dark web, but some are stores online that we use every day. And this particular person down here's online store was shut down recently, but it's something that people have as an app on their phone. It's very common and it's, it's almost out in the open until they get busted. Uh, wow. It, it just sounds so wild. So, so these folks in the middle, they get the products, they sell them on the retail stores. And you're saying that whoever is at the top of this crime ring is, are those are the kind of like the, the people in charge of all this, making it happen and probably making the most money off of it. Probably. That's kind of the one area that I don't know much about. And I wasn't really able to get information on. I'm not certain there's someone above that, but the way it's described, it seems as if there would be. I know you reported on this for KHOU in Houston, and as part of that that reporting, you, you were knocking on, on a door and talked to somebody specifically about this problem, right? Yeah. Um, so the, the case actually happened last year. Um, a couple of different law enforcement agencies made an arrest of a man who lives in a city right just right outside Houston. And initially, he was arrested on drug charges. But when they went inside his house, he had more than a million dollars worth of goods from Home Depot stacked in his house from floor to ceiling. Power tools, light fixtures, all the stuff that everybody wants at Home Depot, this stuff was neatly stacked in his house. And in his house, he also had a lift, like an elevator lift that was cut into the ceiling on the first floor to move heavier merchandise from floor to floor. And it's mind-blowing to see the video that one of the law enforcement agencies shot inside this house because it, it just looked like storage for all of this stuff. And according to them, he had a little space to sleep and a little place to cook. And the rest of it, according to them, was storage for all of this stolen merchandise that he was turning around and selling online. And so, and you asked about going to the door. Um, I talked to a couple of neighbors that day and, and when we went out there, because again, he's out on bond and goes to court in December. I decided, you know what? I'm going to knock on this man's door and see if he wants to talk, right? There are multiple sides to every story and I don't know what, what his story is. So I knocked on the door and he answered and confirmed who he was. And he said to me, didn't show me proof of this, but he told me that he had receipts for absolutely everything that was found in his store, uh, in his house, and that the person that he bought it from had his tax ID number and had purchased all of these items at a home at a Home Depot in Colorado and had driven it down to him 
where investigators will say, no, that was stolen merchandise because we tracked it. And that's part of the reason we ended up here. So all of that will get sorted out in court. But that's what he told me, that he didn't do anything wrong. I had receipts from everything I bought from him. He had, was traveling around to all the Home Depot stores buying, and they were following him. Were they buying or were they stealing? They were buying. They were using my tax identification number. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash odyssey. And I assume local Texas authorities are dealing with this, right? But what kind of investigation is going on, I mean, around the country? Who's involved? What agencies? So the FBI is involved. Um, the FBI, you know, the field offices in just about every major city. Um, also, a lot of big retailers now, example, CVS, has its own investigative unit that it's created to try and crack down on this as well. And the Wall Street Journal actually had a really good article that came out maybe a month or two ago about kind of the the, the boss, right? The, um, the security boss for all of CVS, who is desperately trying to to slow this down or to stop this. And so even these own retailers have their own people on board now to take care of that. Because again, we have a problem here in Texas and specifically in Houston, we rank as number six with the highest number of these types of crimes. Um, Numbers one and two are both in California, in LA and in San Francisco. And so no matter where you go, big city in particular, there's going to be um, there are going to be investigators within these own companies that are efforting to try and slow this down as well. So it's on a federal level. So the FBI and then it, here in Texas with this particular case, um, the Department of Public Safety was involved, and then a local um, we have constables here in Texas, and so a local precinct within the county, a constable's office with them, they were part of it as well. And just to be clear. The people who are buying these products from a, a website say it could be you or me or anybody. We don't. No one necessarily knows that this these are stolen goods. No, no, you you don't. Unless it's, I guess, on the dark web, which I know nothing about. If I'm hopping on a real popular website and I find power tools that I want, let's say, um, I, I'm not going to ask the seller, "Hey, can you tell me exactly where you got this?" Because you know, at the end of the day. And this is something that I, I talked to someone with Loss Prevention Magazine about this because he writes about this all the time. Consumers don't care where the stuff comes from. If you are shopping for something and you see it as a good deal online somewhere, you're going to buy it. A mom who needs diapers for her child is not going to stop and say, well, those pampers are only $10 versus whatever price. Uh, something might not be right there. Listen, if they... If they, if they work and they get the job done, who cares? But the, but the problem is in the big picture for these retailers, ultimately when they take huge hits and we're talking tens of billions of dollars a year, somehow, some way that trickles down to the consumer in higher prices. Yeah. Uh, unless of course, as you point out, you're, you're shopping for diapers on the dark web, then you, then you're probably up to no good anyway. <laughs> right. I mean, I don't know who's on the dark web, but hopefully it's not moms with babies. Yeah, right. 
All right. Uh, really interesting story and an interesting one to keep an eye on and, and find out, you know, how this problem can be thwarted, stopped, if, 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 if it could even be stopped, but it, at least how investigators are going to try to wrangle something that's, that's costing companies billions of dollars. That's a great word because it is, it's like the Wild West. It's amazing to me that shoplifting has turned into this. KHOU consumer advocate reporter Tiffany Craig, thanks for telling us about it. We appreciate it. You are most welcome. Thank you. Thanks for listening to The Daily Crime. Be sure to check out our weekly show, True Crime Chronicles, available wherever you listen to podcasts. For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson. 